Hello and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who they are. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. Women are healing from outdated paradigms and we are rising, and we're not doing it by further fighting or depleting ourselves anymore. We do it by remembering who we are and standing in that truth. Here, we remember together through stories, tools, and curiosity. We infuse the sacred with the logic, spirit with embodiment, feminine with masculine. And here we strengthen by becoming sovereign and whole. In doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. Visit sarahpoet.com today to find my archive of episodes, grab your free download of Masculine Feminine Money, and schedule your 15-minute discovery call with me to identify your next steps for your sacred remembering journey. I love supporting you. Now, let's begin. Hello and welcome to episode 101. I'm Sarah Poet. It is my pleasure to welcome you here to this space. And I'm really looking forward to today's topic, which really is about women and career change and the soul initiation that that is. What a big topic. I mean, oh my goodness. Okay, I'll just dive right in. I left my career between three and a half and four years ago. And if you haven't heard me say it before, I was a school principal, school leader, creator, curriculum designer, special educator, loved it. Absolutely loved what I did, but had this knock, knock, knock on the door of my heart that told me to leap and to become you know, a women's coach. Like I didn't fully know what was in store, (laughs) Um, but I had some intuitions and yeah, what transpired was like one soul initiation after the other. (laughs) And so it's interesting, right? Because that was like three and a half, four years ago. And in some ways when the pandemic hit and I really felt, wow, this is the time of feminine resurgence. And and I was talking about that on the podcast at that time. It was like, whoa, this is actually an opportunity for the feminine energetic to restabilize on the planet. And that has been happening. That's been happening during COVID. And so, of course, we're going to see massive changes in the collective and especially in women saying these previous agreements of career, of using my energy in certain ways, they're, they're over now. Like that contract is done. That time is done. I'm being called to something more balanced, something more innovative. And (laughs) yeah, there've been many times where I was like, wow, how did my soul know to do that three and a half, four years ago? But it was like a really 
a bumpy ride. And I don't think that it's like any less bumpy now, but I do think that in just a a few short years, there is, um, there's more of this happening. And today's guest is here to help me talk about this and talk about the pull and the desire and the process. And yes, also the hardship and the difficulty of making those career leaps and also the miracles that we find in this process, because it certainly is a process that we are supposed to walk. You know, if you feel like you're supposed to walk it, you're supposed to walk it. And so I hope that this conversation is supportive for everyone and anyone listening who is thinking about that um, leap in career. I also, you know, Amanda and I agreed before we hit record on this podcast that we were going to be honest about the level of soul initiation that that requires. And I would say that both both she and I are here for you if you are finding yourself in that initiation space. Um, you know, when we make that career leap, we can have high hopes and, and you know, kind of think that everything's going to work out super easily. And then what is no secret, I'll make it no secret, is that we are going to have to face the things that need to be resolved in us in order to truly hold the sole purpose and have the impact that we are meant to. And so I just, I get the tingles right there, the chills, because I know that people listening to this are in these transitions and you have the calling inside of you. You, you want to create something. You want to take a big leap. And here's what I want to say, which I didn't quite understand when I was the woman standing on that precipice. But now that I'm the woman standing with my hand out saying, come across the precipice, um, I will say that the answers that this world needs are inside of you. They are inside of you. So the feminine has been suppressed. Women's voices have been suppressed. The magic, the mystery has been suppressed for thousands of years. And we're now at a time of planetary ascension where not only are we reclaiming the feminine, it's happening very quickly. We're also reclaiming union, feminine and masculine, which of course I talk about a lot. And so this, this calling, to come forward and heal and heal the trauma and bring your offerings forward and and step across the precipice and then reach your hand back and and bring other women across the precipice. It's because we actually have the answers inside of us. The things that I tell you about on this podcast, the things that I offer in my groups, the, you know, the things that I'm constantly channeling, like the the way I'm able to kind of make maps for people in this um, space of like, okay, if we are unhooking ourselves from patriarchal power over energetics, what does that look like to restabilize in union energetics? You know, I... I wouldn't have been channeling these things necessarily if I had stayed a school principal. And and so 
I guess one thing that's really popping right now that I've been talking a lot about in the sacred remembering membership space is courage. It requires immense courage to do what we're talking about, to say, okay, I'm going to leave these safety nets. Okay. I'm going to, um, you know, stand up to the opinions of people in my life that, you know, they don't understand me. They don't align with what I'm doing. And I'm going to follow this path anyway. It's so courageous. And it actually requires you to be continually courageous. I just had another really close up close and personal look at courage and the invitation that true courage truly is. And I'm, I'm happy to be coming <laughs> to you today with, uh, with that more embodied all the time because I'm committed to living the purpose, co- committed to living this path, committed to listening to the divine and the divine guidance and to showing up really like not even knowing what the impact is going to be. And that's what we have to do. And that is absolutely, I believe it. It is what we have to do. We have to follow that path, that calling courageously, even if we don't know what's going to happen because we're trailblazers. <laughs> Quite honestly, we are trailblazers for, um, for a new world, for a new earth. And we see plenty breaking down um, in the collective right now, but it is that inner truth and inner light and inner spark that is the leadership when you embody it courageously that is the leadership that that brings us all forward that helps bring the collective forward so um hmm, whew, that feels so powerful here right at the beginning All right. So Amanda and I are going to get to our interview in just a moment. I wanted to just update you on a few things. First of all, just thanks for listening. Thanks for being here in this community and this tribe. A couple things. So Amanda and I did an interview on her podcast that's called Up Leveled as Fuck. And um, it was a really beautiful conversation. (laughs) Actually, I was preparing for this and I was like, you know what? I think I want to listen to that again. Um, It came out, I think, in September, October, and you can find it. um, Just look up the podcast. It was, um, I should know, but maybe like episode six-ish, seven, eight, something like that. And um, it was a really beautiful conversation about soul union and masculine feminine. And we just talked and talked. And so um, I invite you to take a listen to that and to the work that Amanda and her business partner are doing on that podcast. It's phenomenal. Um, I really appreciate Amanda's energy and enthusiasm. It's just, it's so refreshing. Um, All right. So the other things that I want to tell you about quickly, structure and flow. Ah, Structure and flow is so dear to my heart. Structure and flow is this 90-day system for recalibrating your time and your energy and really optimizing your time and energy. And you're recalibrating it according to masculine and feminine energetics. Um, You can do structure and flow without ever having thought about feminine and masculine energetics or if it's just kind of new to you, but it's a planner system. It's a 90-day planner system. And I tell you what, speaking of um, (laughs) really important times, structure and flow actually came to me 
at like just before the pandemic hit in 2020, it was kind of like New Year's 2020. I kept getting like these little downloads, like this is a piece and this is a piece and this is a piece. And so we used it in a, it was like a women's truth. It may have been the one of the first iterations of the sacred truth mastermind. And I was giving them these components and using these components of the system together. We were like shoring up our boundaries and starting to manifest differently. And it was really exciting. And so two years later, I have used this 90 day system many times. And every time I promise you amazing things have happened in my life, like true up levels. So um, that word is coming up in Amanda's podcast name and then here as well. And it's not always about like, quote unquote, you know, up leveling, getting to your next level. Like that's not the energetic that I want to um, introduce here necessarily, but it's like, if we're walking an ascension path, which means like an evolving consciousness path, then what we're going to do continually is like, quote unquote, up level. And how do we do that? We come to know ourselves and we clean up our energy like continually. And so structure and flow is based around what are you doing with your energy and your resources? Um, and, and what do you want to create? And then this daily planner actually helps you track time and set little mini goals in accordance with your intentions. And then every day you reflect and, and start again the next day. And it, it flows very beautifully. Um, the masculine structure holding space for the feminine flow, of course. I'm going to do an entire podcast episode on some of the ideas behind structure and flow, and that'll be coming up next. But what I want you to know right now is that it is going on sale for a New Year's group. So everyone can start at the same time. It always starts on a Sunday. So we'll start on January 2nd as a group. You can really start it as soon as you get your book in the mail. And as soon as you sign up for Structure and Flow, you get access to this entire course content that I've created where you don't need me personally in front of you, like in a one-on-one coaching or a direct group coaching, delivering all this information to you. I've put it in these videos. And so you can digest them at the rate and speed that you would like. Isn't that wonderful? So you get access to that as soon as you sign up. And then all of the books will be mailed and we'll start a group online um, forum and support community for the progress of over the 90 days um, starting January 2nd. So your best deal, your best financial deal with that is going to be um, over the weekend of Thanksgiving from Wednesday to Sunday. It's half off. Okay. That's how much I love you. I want to make this super available and um, it's half off Wednesday through Sunday over the Thanksgiving holiday in the States. Um, of course, 
everyone is welcome. Um, you need to just hop on my email list at sarahpoet.com. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry, I said everyone is welcome. You know, it's really, it's for women. It is primarily for women. That is how the whole thing is geared. Gentlemen, if you want to partake, you can, but know that most of the time I am talking to women when I am, um, you know, recording those videos and things like that. So uh, not to be exclusionary in any sense, but I do really talk specifically specifically about um, women and resources and boundary setting and those kinds of things. But y'all are are used to me talking like that. So um, anyway, half off this coming weekend and on sale until December 17th. So um, I'm going to be talking more about this. There's a December 1st web event that's turning into a workshop for women to really get an idea of the value and worth of your resources. And we are going to be thinking about this differently. Okay. This, I'm having some like, you know, light bulbs going off in my mind about um, how I want to talk about this differently. And it's really just kind of coming in that way. <laughs> so as a part of my entrepreneurial spirit and a part of my impact and what I am meant to bring forward, it is really beautifully um, coming through. So if you want a better handle on your resources, why you use them the way that you use them, why you give them away the way you give them away, et cetera, et cetera. Or if you just are like, I want practice balancing inner feminine and inner masculine as a woman, um, then get on over to sarahpoet.com and you'll find the structure and flow page there. All right. So much love. I think I want, I want to, um, quickly get to the interview. And so I'll just not spend much time on it, but, um, fall in love with the King is a six month deep dive soul container, soul (laughs) mystery school level invitation to heal your relationship with the masculine for women. And I'm talking inner masculine. I'm talking masculine in men. I'm talking masculine concept of the divine or God. We've got masculine related trauma as women and fall in love with the king um, has been an, an activation and initiation that I've been living for many years. Um, and I know that it's time to offer it again because you all are actually filling out the waitlist form on the website. So I'm listening to that and I'm listening to um, the divine masculine, to the king, to God saying to me like, okay, sir, it's time. And so it is with humble reverence that I am accepting um, the, the, the role of um, the leadership in that, in that offering. If you are interested in healing your relationship with the masculine, you've got God trauma, you've got man trauma, you're pissed off, you're sad, you're hurt, you're depleted, all of those things. And you want to truly, truly alchemize it. This is a very deep invitation for a full six month um, container where we are going to come back to the heart. Women, we are going to come back to the heart. So that again is at sarahpoet.com. And you are invited to get in touch with me if you are interested in that 
um, please schedule a 15 minute consultation so we can go ahead and have a conversation. I can see if, um, you know, we can see if we're a fit for one another. We want to do that before a six month commitment, right? So I will talk to you soon. The next episode will be all about structure and flow. I'm here if you need me, sarahpoet.com, of course. And I just, I just love y'all. <laughs> That's what I want to say. I just love you. Thanks for being here. Today's guest, Amanda Monnier, knows that she was put on this earth to support people waking up and remembering who they are. Amanda empowers her clients and helps them to heal from the inside out, break ancestral patterns, and shift into the fullest embodiment of who they are at a soul level. Amanda is an energy healer, certified energetic, allergy healing practitioner, certified magnetic mind coach, certified yoga teacher, emotion code practitioner, certified transformational nutrition coach, so many skills, and she holds a bachelor's in psychology. She assists her clients in healing their old wounds and up-leveling to the highest soul-aligned version of themselves. Amanda is a woman on a mission to create a movement of healed, intuitively connected humans, people who are truly aligned with their heart and their soul, creating a life on their terms, and passionately unleashing their gifts into the world. Amanda is completely committed to her soul work of changing lives. Amanda, thank you. Hello, Amanda. Welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super, super grateful and excited to be here with you. Oh my gosh. It's such a joy to talk with you. We did a conversation for your podcast, the Upleveled as Fuck podcast. um, And we had a really great time. (laughs) Yes, we did. (laughs) It was for like an hour and 15 minutes. We were both like, oh, we probably should end this at some point. (laughs) Yeah. So we really covered a lot about feminine and masculine and kind of what's happening on the planet in that episode. And so people can check that out um, and all of your other amazing episodes. And in this episode, I want to dive into your, what I call the sacred remembering story, because I don't know your story. And I'm really fascinated by the career pivot that you have made. And um, I know that there are so many people on the planet right now, so many women in particular, who are making really big decisions for their lives about career changes and going into something where like their soul has been nudging them. Um, you know, you and I have both done it. It's like, there's this calling and we're, we're saying yes to it. And this is happening collectively right now. And I know that there are some people listening, um, who this is happening for. They're like, is it time? Should I leave? What's going on? And so I just, really am excited and grateful for you to come here today. And we're going to presence with a conversation about um, that pivot and your story and what it takes and the realness of it. And so I'm just so excited. Yeah, me too. It definitely, I feel that as you say it too, I just, I, I, I know that that's like, it's been like percolating for a lot of people and 
And it's just this time where people are just asking a lot of questions and um, they're really like feeling that inner, that inner voice, that inner nudge is just keeps popping up. Cause it's like, we can suppress it <laughs> for a little yeah. while, but it never goes away. And that's kind of how my, my, my journey started. I, um, was, I mean, kind of going to the, the career pivot piece. I was in law enforcement for about six years as a probation officer. And I did kind of, I did all the things kind of that were told society tells us to do. Like, I mean, kind of going back to some of the stuff that's, that's come up. Um, my, my parents divorced when I was a kid and that created a lot around like this core abandonment wound and, um, just moving through like, like high school and then to college, it was kind of like, I just did the things where you like, you know, you you're in high school and you play a sport, you get a job and then you pick a major and you, you funnel all your energy into this major so you can get a job out of college. And then I eventually ended up in a career in law enforcement. And at the time when I started, I know it was all part of my journey. And when I started working there, initially I was like, Oh, this is great. Like I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to leave. Like this is like, I was like all in. And so it was, it was a great experience. I don't um, regret any of it, but a few years in, I had a, my, my awakening, my remembering my spiritual awakening, and it actually stemmed from a breakup. (laughs) And so this like catalyst, if you will, like it was this, this breakup that I had, and it was this, the soul connection that was so, it was so profound. It was unlike any soul connection I'd ever experienced up until that point. And it was, it was something where like all the, all the amazing stuff like surfaced. And then we, we were a catalyst for this emotional pain and this density. Um, for me, I can at least speak for myself and it brought up so much. And I, I actually like broke up with him and then went into this, like just almost (laughs) dark night of the soul period where I like hid in my house for weeks. I was crying and just like in my, it was just, I never experienced anything like this, but it was like everything that I had been suppressing for all those years just started to come to the surface. Yeah. And so I, started, um, I mean, there was part of me that like wanted to get away from it. It was like, there was a part of me that's like, no, I just need to like date someone else or do something, <laughs> do something to like, not have to feel this. But ultimately I, I did go through the process and I allowed what was coming up to come up. And I dealt with it the best that I knew to at the time, because I didn't understand the way I do today, how this stuff works and how moving through these things work. And so I had, been going through this process and and started as far as like the spiritual side of things, like kind of asking questions. Like I, I had, even since I was a little girl, I always felt like I was just missing something like this piece of the puzzle, <laughs> if you will. And I just kind of always had questioned everything anyway, but I just didn't know what that was. And I didn't, I, even at that time, like I didn't know it was just this remembrance of who I really was, but I started doing like, you know, different, um, types of energy work and reading different spiritual books and just trying to get some clarity and perspective because I was just, I was, I was a little confused on what was going on because I just didn't know why these painful patterns kept showing up in my life. So that was kind of like the initial process of, of when I started kind of 
understanding that there was something more that was available to me. Yeah. So I want to lift out this, this part that I'm hearing that I think so many people can relate to. There was this innate seeker inside of you. You're saying like as a child, you were asking why you were, um, you know, looking kind of behind the curtain, so to speak. And then when the thing happened and life definitely let you know, I'm not okay here. Like, I'm not okay. The darkness of the soul is happening. And I love that you said, you know, there's a choice point right there to clean it up and go back to what has been. I feel like we're in that global choice point right now, actually. Yes. (laughs) There's a COVID metaphor right there. Um, and, and, and people, you know, people are trying to do that right now. Like, okay, let's just clean this thing up, this like discomfort and go back to normal. Well, then there's the realization that that isn't normal, that there's so much covered up um, in that space. And then you're saying too, like as this natural and innate seeker, um, you just started picking things up. Like you just started reading and following the curiosity. Sometimes on this podcast, we call that following the breadcrumbs. It's like, you don't know exactly where it's going to lead. You don't even know exactly what you need to know at that point, but you just follow the curiosity. Yeah. It was, it was just kind of like what was right in front of me at the time, like what was showing up. And then it just started to kind of unfold, like the things that were were coming to me. Like I remember the first spiritual book that I ever picked up was called Anatomy of the Spirit by Carolyn Mace. Yeah. And it was like like a lot about the chakras and and just like and for me it was like what I was ready for at the time. Like if some of the things that like I have come to into mm-hmm. my life now showed up then I'd be like, okay, this is crazy shit. Like I don't <laughs> even but it continues to just evolve and unfold as you remember. And then it sometimes it's like you even hear things and you can't your mind, your conscious mind doesn't even fully understand, but your soul's like, yep. Yep. That's it. Like <laughs> that's oh, what I needed. My gosh. I was just having one of those memories like yesterday. It's funny that you bring that up. Although we know that it's perfect that you bring it up, um, <laughs> yeah. but I was living in my old house. So it was a couple years ago. And I heard this woman, Jen Rohde, who I actually do not have any idea what they're doing now. I don't follow them anymore, but she was doing this like YouTube video. And I heard her talking about the 144,000 thousand people and like with activated DNA or something. Oh yeah. And and that number, like I started, I had this visceral reaction. It was like, this is some kind of truth that you need to be hearing right now. I think maybe I cried. (laughs) I don't understand what she's saying, but I know that it's for me. And I say that because you know, it wasn't about Jen Rohde, like she was the messenger. And again, um, <laughs> I have no idea what they're doing right now. I actually purposefully stopped following their work. So I, I feel the need to name that. Um, but there have been others where like, I didn't know what I didn't understand it or like, I didn't, 
really know what I was listening to. I mean, I still feel like that sometimes when I'm listening to Lisa Renee and she's talking about this like intergalactic situation and, and I understand a fraction of it, but there's a part of me, like the soul actually understands way more of it, but it's the human that's like trying to catch up. Um, so I say all that to say there's resonance and this is what you're saying too. There's resonance that guides you toward what is truth, even if your mind can't grok it at the time of the awakening. Absolutely. And it's like, even for me, I've noticed in my life, it's like when I'm hitting like this point where I'm like, almost like hitting like a place of like resistance or a wall. And it's like, I just like, I'm like, gosh, I just, I'm like, okay, God, like universe, like, I don't know what the next step is, or, you know, like either like a next level mentor shows up, like soul family shows up, or I received like the guidance, like from my higher self, from God, like on what the next step is. And we were talking right before we jumped on about how like this journey. And and I know you could probably relate. And I know we've had conversations. I know you can, it's like, it's not like, it can be messy as fuck. Like it really can. And and for me, like it, it, it hasn't been um, and there's been beautiful points. I, I, I sometimes like when I'm in it, I'm like, I don't know why I choose this. Like I want to hit the eject button, but it's like at the end of the day, I know like I wouldn't have it any other way, especially when the dust settles. I'm like, okay, like I get it now. I understand it now. Like I wouldn't want to not remember <laughs> this, any mm. of this. And so even for me, when I started really opening up like, and started to remember and see these things, like, especially being a female in law enforcement, it was like, I was already kind of people, people were already kind of like, would be like, okay, my last name's Monier. And that's everybody's like, you know, says, calls you by your last name. Like, okay, Monier is a little odd. Like she always comes in with these green, like juices. Like she, like I was already kind of an anomaly, but Mm -hmm. I actually like hid in a spiritual closet for a very long time. And it was, there was this part of me that I've since, um, I've since now I'm teamed up with that, that was not like, that didn't want to be seen that was terrified of being ridiculed. And I mean, you know, we can talk about all the reasons why it could be past lives, family stuff, you know, all the things for, you know, cause it's like that part just wanted to like do the best it could to keep me safe, but it wasn't serving me anymore. And so when I left law enforcement I actually, cause I hadn't fully like started my business or anything, but I just knew it was time and it all, everything that needed to happen did show up at the time because I, I was getting to the point to where I was actually becoming a little bit, um, I was becoming actually a little bit cynical because I was, it, it hit its expiration date. And I just, it didn't like, it felt like a piece of my soul was like dying every day. Like I continued to do something that wasn't in alignment with my heart and soul because with the growth that I had, I was ready to step out of this. And so I had actually sidestepped over to my family's business because again, it was like, I didn't fully like, I, I, it was almost like my way of, um, not 100% going all in, but it's kind of funny because everything continued to work out (laughs) the way it was supposed to. So I, I'm like, I would have rather stayed at probation collecting urine samples than going over to the family business. (laughs) Like, (laughs) so interesting. Uh I went over there and it brought up so much stuff, like the, the dynamic there, it was just like, uh, it, the density. And I actually, it's so funny that this is even coming up because I actually had a dream about that last night that I was back there. 
And my soul was like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> so, and it's nothing against anybody. It's just, it's again, it wasn't in alignment with my, my soul and what I was meant to be doing. And so I was supposed to be moving. We were going to open up another branch or my brother actually did of the business. And we were um, going to move to from Northern California to Southern California. And so I actually put my home, I sold, I had my home was, um, it was actually put it to rent initially. And then this, um, this gal, she was like, well, would you consider selling it? And I was like, well, something inside me was just like, say yes. And so I said, yes. So I'm in escrow. I have about 15 days to find a home and things happened at work to where the nudges from the universe then became screams. And I quit on the spot because my soul was like, I was like, I can't like, I was like, this is not like the route that I'm going. And so I quit on the spot. So I'm actually, I'm about to not have a home in about two weeks. (laughs) I quit my career in law enforcement. I then quit my job. And so everything as I knew it had like dismantled right in front of me. And I remember sitting in my car at the time and I was like, okay, it was the most freedom I'd ever felt in my entire life. But there was also this part of me that's like, what the fuck is next? (laughs) Like, okay. So I just knew that I was going to be starting my business and it was, it all unfolded the way that it was supposed to, even though it was a little bumpy, (laughs) but it was like, even just confirmation that the universe did like, like they had the universe had me, God had me, even though I didn't understand all of it. And even though I didn't always feel that way. And so I ended up still moving and I started my business and I went all in on my business and it's been a very emotional year, but it's also been the most freedom I've ever felt and the most me I've ever felt in my whole life. So it's been beautiful yet messy. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing the story. I love hearing the order of things in, in our stories, you know, when it's time to go, or like you said, like the expiration date had already passed. And then it's like, no, for fucking real woman, like go. And like, yeah. and then you get the nudge push, um, to, to like really do it. And, um, I love that. I love that story. Yeah. I had, um, <laughs> you know, I'll just like one little story share. I was leaving my career in education And I thought that I was going to have a nine month transition because the school that I had started was um, like going through a certification process that I had started and I was going to like see that through. So I thought I was going to have like a part-time job for the first nine months. And then things went um, bad uh, <laughs> at you know, like relationally, but it was also like, no, Sarah, you don't get to tiptoe. Like you don't get to, you know, play small, whatever. Um, you don't get to like hang on to this safety. Um, although let's talk about that too. But anyway, I, I, noticed that things were moving really rapidly and, I heard spirit say to me, like out of the blue said, um, refinance your house right now. And I listened, you know, cause we hear those nudges, but we ignore them. And I listened and it was actually right before things did go bad. That's what I'm remembering now is like, I thought it was going to be this nine month transition 
spirit was like, refinance your house right now. Then I ended up like getting booted. Um, they were like, mm, no, we're just going to replace you. And um, that's my synopsis. That's not a quote. And <laughs> then, you know, it, it got like super um, tumultuous, but I had just refinanced my house um, like with the, which never would have been approved had they like not just signed my proof of employment, you know? So it was like, Oh yeah. Like do it. They signed for it. It was granted. Then you're out the door. And I was like, I mean, and so as a mother and a homeowner, like I had this cushion for the first, you know, bit, um, because I was getting like pushed out the door, but universe made sure I had that cushion. Yeah. That's the same thing for me with the selling of the house. Like I was going to rent it and then someone pops that out of the blue and is like, not can I rent it, but can I buy it? And I was like, okay, sure. I don't even know why I'm saying yes, but sure. That and right. And so that's like letting go of a lot of old programming. Like you're supposed to have the job, you're supposed to have the house, like the security. Um, like you you were saying, um, you know, abandonment wound, this and that. And so like we do things because we think we have to, we do things because we're following a rule set and a trajectory, and then it starts to get really uncomfortable as we're like, we don't, we don't fit here anymore. But you brought up something else that I think is just so worth talking about. Um, and I've talked about it on this podcast, but I want to make sure we um, include it in this topic because I'm all about being honest and real as I know you are as well. And I had, um, I was having like a reflective conversation. So my business embodied breath is um, about four years old. I went full-time March of 2018. Um, so like going on four years full time. And, um, I was having this reflective conversation with a woman who's been a mentor of mine since before, you know, for like 15 years. And she said to me just like last week in a session that we were having, she said, um, you know, when I started my solo career, when I went into business for myself, someone said to her, now you're going to learn everything about yourself that you wish you never knew. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, ain't that the truth. (laughs) And we laughed about that, but it's like, another way to say that is if you are following your soul's purpose and you are saying yes to this higher intelligence of why, you know, you came to the planet. Yes. There's going to be like, you know, spirit said to me, open a business, call it embodied breath. And I was like, thank you. Cool. (laughs) You know, followed the directions and assumed that it was going to be easier than it was. Um, not well, because we have to do our own soul work because this is really going to bring up everything. You're like a rock in a tumbler, um, on, on the path to being, um, who we came to be. And my understanding of who I came to be, you know, three and a half, four years ago was like much more tied up in ego, um, than it is now, partly because the last four years have been like humbling as fuck. Um, right. So I want to speak to that because I get inquiries and emails like, you know, when, when do you know it's working? Uh, when do you know um, whether or not you should like take the leap? When do you know, when have you made it? And 
I would love to just talk about the mess a little bit because I want women especially to like reframe from the need, like you do not need to look perfect on your walk of sacred remembering and on your walk of owning your soul's path. And I tried to look really good, even though I was a fucking mess at points over the last, you know, four years. And so, um, before we came on, you were like, yeah, I'm willing to share the mess. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I don't think I did that well, quite honestly. Like, I think I had this expectation of myself to like pull it together. You know, like, like we expect if, if you're in a career in law enforcement, if I'm in a career as a school principal, there is a message, have your shit together. Like there's that message in society, like have it together, climb the ladder, know it all, like know what you're supposed to know, perform. And then we, we come into this path and I don't know about you, but like, I held myself to some of those same expectations, like have it together. Don't look messy in front of people. Um, you know? So I'll just open that up. Yeah, no, I, I can completely relate. And I think that's part of, of this. And you had mentioned like, even like the part of just like the being like humble about it too. It's like, I don't have all the answers. I don't have it all together. I I'm, you know, and for me, I can speak to even when I was in law enforcement transitioning and everything, I really had to make a shift and because for me, being in my masculine, even though it was not in a healthy way, it was the way that I stayed safe. It was the way that I like growing up, even it was like that hard shell. And it was like, okay, even if you are like dealing with all this stuff, it's like, you know, you don't have to, or probably even shouldn't like you, you can't like be at work crying. Like you can't, you can't, um, show all of that emotion or, it, you just have to put on your big girl pants and just push through, right? We're told like we have to push through. And for me, it was like, you have to earn it. You have to push through. You have to, you know, do all these things. You have to like, um, you know, you have to buy the house and you have to like all the things society says we have to do on the outside when we're like dying on the yeah. inside. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it, during this process, I mean, even just as I shared with you before we got on this call, it was like, how do you know it's working? I mean, I guess like, you know, when for me, like I, it was last night around like six o'clock that I cried, sobbed for about an hour and like literally just sat in my shower, like with the shower water running over me, just sobbing. And I honestly like don't even fully understand why I've been really having some things come up around trust in myself and trust in the universe at a, at a deeper level. And so um, there was also some things that came up around around love and just like how much struggle there's been for me in in love and in in past relationships and things. And so I feel like I was almost mourning this this piece of me that had to struggle. And that's actually just coming to me right now. Like I didn't even like I haven't even like sat back mm-hmm. and really thought about it. But I'm literally just like at one point I'm just almost like laying in the shower, like with my arms out, just kind of like, okay, God, like I don't even know what's going on right now, but like I'm just gonna just be here with this and just allow this to like like move through me. And it just felt like my heart was like cracking open. And it was just this, um, it was like almost like a combination of this trauma pain, but also this like relief and release. Like it's, it was just, um, very interesting. And in the last couple months, I I'm not one that like, historically speaking, I'm not one that was like, like I mentioned, I was often in my masculine. So I didn't do a lot of 
crying. I didn't do a lot of reflection. Like I didn't, I didn't do that because it wasn't something that was like, it, it was never like, there was a lot of, there was as much love as there could have been growing up with the tools that my parents had. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't to the fault of anybody, but it just wasn't like cultivated, like the warmth and the, like, Mm -hmm. you know, the safety around being able to just be 100% vulnerable. And, and just, it's like, cause if we just think of emotion at the end of the day, it's just like, it's just moving energy coming up in your body. And, and when we're conditioned to suppress it, suppress it, it's like, it just stays in our body until we move through it. And so I, in the last, well, seven ish years, since I started this journey, it's like, I've been doing you know, the 20 plus 25 plus years of releasing all the things that wasn't, weren't safe to feel. And, and that I wasn't, and I didn't know how to process properly. And, and it's okay. That's the thing too. I want people to know is it's like, it's perfectly okay because you did what you had to do to, to be, to stay safe and to move through where you're at, because trauma is a very interesting thing and, and how it affects the nervous system and just, you know, if we don't foundationally feel safe, it's like our ego, our unconscious and like our physical body just do the, literally the best that they can with what we have. Because if yeah. we are being raised by people who are in their unconscious and to no fault of them, right, they probably were raised by people in their unconscious. It's like, we're just moving through life, like <laughs> in our unconscious, but we're doing what we can to like, um, you know, not fall apart and to stay safe, like I mentioned. And so it's this almost what's going on for me is like this unraveling of all the conditioning and all the events and things that my body and my heart, my soul is just kind of like, okay, this is just has to go. And um, because I've chosen to say yes to this. And sometimes I'm like, why did I choose this? But like, like I mentioned, I wouldn't have it any other way, but Mm -hmm. I'm also like, I'm here for it, even though it isn't always the prettiest. (laughs) For sure. For sure. And there's, there's, there's two very different things that are coming up. So um, I'll try to track both of them for a moment. Um, One thing you said earlier, which I love the way you said it, you said there was this part of me that, you know, thought you needed to be a certain way or, or repressed a certain part or whatever. And you said, I teamed up with that. I teamed up with that part since then. And I love that. Like the parts that keep us safe or the parts that don't feel like they can share the story or, you know, the parts that were doing jobs before, it's like, instead of shaming that part, you're saying I teamed up with that, which I just love because it's like, we're getting brave and we're doing it together. I love that. Yeah. 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 And then the other like very separate thought or maybe not separate thought, uh, but like a a down the line um, thing that I want to mention that you're referencing is like in the beginning of the journey, we, we don't know what's going on. There's just all of this emotion, all of this unresolved trauma, you know, and it, it becomes, it's like all about that. But you're speaking to what I sense you're speaking to, and I definitely could be wrong. You tell me is what 
we are doing now, like so many years later, and while the earth is going through <laughs> as uh, what it is going through, and I'm kind of chuckling because I'm like, you named your podcast up leveled as fuck. And there's this global, like, you know, quote unquote, up level going on. <laughs> and, and what I was just about to say was like, I think when you're laying in the shower doing that kind of work, and there's no longer a story, there's, it's just energy that you're moving. I'm like, that's not just yours. That's, you know, that's ancestral, that's collective. That's like use you taking on a portion for the whole. And that's where I think like it can feel relentless and there's an acknowledgement like, oh my God, my soul signed up for something huge. And so I don't know, does that resonate with you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think part of the reason why it resonates is because I've learned it's like, as humans, we love to add labels to things and we love to assign meaning to things. We love to know the ending of the story. Like yeah. I will admit, like I have, I, I, I have an inclination to want those things too, but I'm really practicing being in a space to where it's like, I, and it's a practice because like, sometimes it's like, I catch myself like going there, but it's like, do I really need to know? I mean, this is coming up and I can actually just sit with it and hold space for it rather than trying to analyze it or fix it or, 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 you know, cause to me, that's, that's me um, to some degree. It's like a, almost like avoiding it. It's like how we would hold space for a child, right? Like, I think the majority of us would agree that if we have a child that's sad, it's like, like most of the time, it's like, they just need you to hold them and hold space. Like we don't have to like, like, it's like, you know, we could say, oh, it's not like we're going to say, I'll deal with you tomorrow. Like it's coming mm-hmm. up right now. Like this mm-hmm. emotion's like here right now. And instead of, you know, trying to watch some mindless TV to take my mind off it or whatever, I was like, oh, I, I felt it too. Like I felt it coming up and I was like, okay, <laughs> I knew what was, I knew what was cut in store for me last night. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> My dog hasn't checked me into a home yet, but sometimes I'm like, he looks at me and I'm like, I'm sorry, buddy. (laughs) His name's buddy. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm crying again. (laughs) But it's like, again, just like this getting just cracked open because the way that it has been shown to me, um, at least through the messages I've received as far as what's going on right now is like, it's like, we see all this stuff going on in the collective And it's like, we have this collective, um, you know, you can call it a dark night of the soul, up-leveling, dismantling, whatever you want to call it. And then it's also like an internal process individually. And so the things that are coming up for us each individually, whether it's like we're getting activated or triggered by the things going on on the planet, it's like, you know, if that's something that's coming up within our body, that's coming up to be resolved and released and neutralized, because it's like, even, you know, the stuff going on around like, like, it's like almost like there's all these like, and and I'm sure you can speak to this because we talk about unity consciousness and divine masculine, divine feminine unity within. It's like, there's so many division templates on the planet right now and so many lies and so many distortions. And it's like, really what's happening right now is all those lies, all this division is like being uprooted and brought to the light because we can't build a foundation on a pile of shit that like, of all this stuff, we can't build our, where we're headed on. We have to clear out the density, the lies, the stories, the 
illusions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's how I see it, you know, happening. And I, I just, I see it happening for so many people that, that I know. And, you know, just in general, I know, like, there's no way that, that there are people that aren't feeling this at all. Like we're all feeling it on some level. And so it's just, again, it's like, we're, because even if you go like on in the 3d world, you have like two factions fighting against each other. It's like, that just creates more division. It just, it exacerbates this thing we have going on when instead we can actually like, instead of reacting, we can pause and, and say, and this is what's helped me. Okay. What is this bringing up within my body? What is this bringing up for me? Is this an aspect that is inside of me that I can acknowledge without judgment? And, and it just is, I found it to be uh, much more powerful and much more um, just the, the less resistance I have around just noticing and allowing it to show up. And so I can, you know, address it however I feel guided to. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. The, the next step guidance is always going to be there. And if we are in, we can even have like a, a trauma response to our growth. I don't think I've ever said that before, but, um, you know, it's like, okay, I know I'm growing. Okay. I know I've, I've chosen this fiery path. Um, and, and then it can induce like a fight or flight reaction, um, where you're like, okay, I've got to do it. I've got to find the answer. I've got to get through it. And, um, I'm just realizing I'm kind of sitting here with my eyes closed, like realizing that, um, I think we do that for a while and then there's this level of acceptance. So I had this message, um, people who have been listening to the podcast, I've been talking about how 2021 was like a very different year. And then the summer was like very cleansing, but there was a chaos so that I didn't see the cleansing until kind of after it was, (laughs) the summer was (laughs) over. And, um, and I heard this message, I don't know, somewhere, somewhere this summer, that was like the last three and a half years of your life are done. Like that cycle is done. And I knew that spirit was talking about um, this chaotic beginning of entrepreneurship um, and then some, right? But what is really settling um, into my system and where the invitation is for me to allow it is for there to be this um, like new grid, new capacity in my energetic field and what I'm holding. And what is required is that Sarah's mental mind doesn't make it hard. Like in the traditional or um, habitual kind of trauma response to, oh, fuck here, I'm going to have to grow again. I'm going to have to grow again. Um, (laughs) Because I think that, again, this like fiery path can, uh, for me, like I already had a lot of trauma in my body. And so like all of these initiations on this soul entrepreneur path um, were also sometimes traumatic, or I would go back to that default fight or flight pattern, like in the nervous system. And, um, yeah, we, we can't get to where we're going if we're operating in fight or flight. So I really love that you said, you know, to get to where 
we're going as a planet, we are moving these distorted patterns out of our lives. Like I cannot carry the encodement of, you know, for example, fear of the masculine. I have had to clear that encodement for years, for years, because it's what I came to do, but it's not necessarily been easy by any means, but to clear that encodement means that I can live without the fight or flight in, in regards to, you know, potential power over dynamics or patriarchal dynamics. Like those things don't fear, don't produce fear in me anymore because I'm like, oh, that's a program. That's a pattern of, you know, pretty much cleared it. And so um, then that's what we're able to teach. Right. So absolutely. And I think I can even, so for me, like the stuff going on, as far as like the COVID stuff and the math stuff, like I, if you had asked me four months ago, I would have been like so charged about it, but like where I'm at now, I'm so like neutralized to it. I have my beliefs on it but I'm not like, I don't get charged. Like it doesn't create this response in my body to where I feel like it has any type of power over me. Half the time I'm like, I feel like I live in a different world because <laughs> I do. It's a different reality because I've it's chosen a different reality. to live right. in a different reality. And it's like, that is available to everybody. And yep. it may require, um, you know, the acknowledging of what it is currently bringing up because at the end of the day, like we are sovereign and we are if you don't feel that way, it is available to you. And it's sometimes just starts with making those decisions that might feel uncomfortable because I can tell you, like when I have made these big leaps and moves, it's like, they don't always feel the safest, right? Because again, going back to the ego and the unconscious and like, Mm -hmm. you know, our nervous system and everything, like just in general, wanting to keep us safe, and even if it's like, we know what we have coming to us, but it isn't good for us. It's like, that's sometimes even more safe than the unknown. And yeah. so it's, it can feel very uncomfortable, but it's like when we move to the embodiment of who we are at a deeper level, cause that's really what it, at the end of the day, what it's all about. It's not even moving towards the future. It's just like literally moving into and, and embodying more of who we are. At least that's how I like yeah. to explain it because it's like, that's in the now that's in the present. And so when we're stepping into that, embodying more of that, it's like, I don't even like to say we're rewarded, but it's just when we're in our essence, it's like, we are in like a different frequency to where we don't have all this resistance and we don't have all these negative emotions. And it's like, at the end of the day, our soul knows, like, even if it's kind of like, fuzzy or, you know, the stuff to where it's like, gosh, I don't know. It's like at the end of the day, you really do know. And that's where it's like, you know, maybe if you feel really stuck, like reaching out for help um, or, you know, moving through it intuitively, however you feel guided to, but there is, it is available to everybody. And I do feel that a lot of people are remembering that right now and have been. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And in this time of reconnection and unity consciousness, you know, we're moving more toward community. And um, I know you and I are about like having public, honest conversations, like welcoming community, welcoming authentic sharing. Um, and and we're going to, yeah, need to, to make 
<laughs> these kinds of spaces way more available um, as people are remembering. And then, you know, the reason that Amanda and I are here having this conversation isn't not to stroke our own ego whatsoever, no, no, but to not be at all. service <laughs> to like anyone listening who's on the fence or being like, oh my God, this is so hard right now. How do I get through this? Well, you know, we've, we've planted some seeds around that. So, um, I love it. Thanks for having a truthy conversation with me. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. So amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So before we wrap up, what I would love for you to do is tell us what you pivoted to. Like, so describe (laughs) to us, I know that you were um, into energy healing and kind of dabbling in some of that while you were still in law enforcement. I love that. I was doing that as a school principal too. And so what are you doing now? Like, what are you offering? What are the modalities that you're in love with right now? And, um, you know, where can people find you? So as far as like the modalities, I, so I, I do, I'm an energy healer and, and sometimes it's like, I don't even like to label things because it's like everything changes so rapidly. Like my passion is really around, um, helping people remember their unique soul frequency, their unique soul blueprint so they can bring it through. Like I always say, it's like, I'm a mentor and a guide, like and even in this podcast, it's like, maybe you just got one thing that resonated with you and that's perfect. Like, it's really just about you remembering and being able to step into that and to embody more of that. And so what I help with is just the releasing of the resistance and the, you know, it, it, however it shows up. So sometimes it shows up as ancestral work. Sometimes it shows up as events and emotions and inner child work and, and part work, because we really just want um, like I talked a little bit about like the, the part stuff, like it's like, we want yeah. one mono personality, which is your true divine essence, just run in the show and just so you can flow. And when we have these different, um, parts that have become like the trauma, you know, it, it'll, it kind of breaks it off. It's like, it's still attached, but the way I describe it, it kind of breaks it off from that main personality. So what we can have when that happens, it's like, you may have one part that's like, okay, I'm going all in but you have this inner child trauma. That's like, it's not safe. It's not safe. So you're like fighting against like, it's like you have this internal battle. So it's really about just getting this um, harmony, this true harmony within and um, really just releasing all the stories of smallness and scarcity and, and just being able to just fully be in your own presence in your own divinity. So mm-hmm. I do, um, I do currently work with people on a one-on-one basis and um in January, I, I am in the process of launching like um, a group program with my business partner. She um, she is does like soulmate um, stuff around like um, soulmate love, and so we balance each other out quite nicely. So um, just um, to create something that's more available to um, you know, we want to just bring it to as many people as possible. So. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I have a website if anyone, um, resonates with, with anything I've shared and, you know, even if you just have questions or want to reach out and I actually, it's funny cause I have a couple clients, a couple gals that are probation officers. <laughs> and so it's just so funny exactly. how this I stuff comes that. full circle mm-hmm. and, and, um, yeah. you know, they're like, I'm ready to shift out. Like, can we have chat? And I'm like, of course, like, <laughs> I'm like, I've yeah. been there. So sometimes it just helps, you know, I, I, like I said, it's not it's not going to be, I, I can't promise that it's going to be smooth, but it, I, I can promise that continuing to just step into more of who you are is like you, even though it might be a different flavor of, of some, you know, things that come up, it's like, I, I sure wouldn't have it any other way. So. 
Yes, which is such a brave and courageous and um yeah, just like you you walk your talk. <laughs> such a such a brave thing to say of like, yeah, I was crying in the shower last night. And sometimes it's really hard and I wouldn't have it any other way. And I think that that's, uh, that's something that I would echo for sure as well. Like, um, you know, a couple years ago, um, I walked into a entrepreneurial mastermind, all women. And I said, I looked for jobs last night. And, um, the woman that was leading the group said, congratulations. Now you're really an entrepreneur. And oh my gosh, <laughs> that, isn't that the truth? Sometimes I'm like, yeah. am I just a lunatic? Like, I'm like, I know I'm not, but sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, is this stuff even real? Like what in the world? <laughs> so yeah. Like I'll, I'll be like, oh my gosh, like I need to look for a job. This is crazy. Like I just want security or, you know, whatever. And then it's like, no, at the end of the day, this is my soul's path. And I know that I am divinely supported. And the more I am exactly like you were saying in alignment with my soul blueprint and the resonance of who I am and who I came to be, then the more it is supported. And so, um, yeah, I I just want to echo what you just, you know, shared the, the level of like support, um, it's not always easy and it's why we came. <laughs> yeah. It's why we came and um, listening to your soul in a world that would um, tell you to give away your power at every single turn um, is a brave and courageous thing. So Amanda and I are here for you. Um, Amanda, what's your website? Where can people find you? Yeah, it's just my name. So it's Amanda Monier. Awesome. And on Instagram as well. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for, for doing your work, for shining your light, for being you and thanks for coming and having this conversation. And I know that, um, I trust that there will be some resonance with listeners and they can check out what's the topic of your new year's program. Oh, so it's actually going to be an ongoing thing. So it's going to be for a year long. And, and really what it's going to be about is, so we have like four different pillars that, um, at least we've both found in our own lives that are very important. So, um, love and life purpose health. Um, cause I'm certified in a bunch of different, I, I don't advertise it too much, but my ongoing clients know they have access to, I, I do energetic allergy healing and work with the physical body because sometimes when we're doing this involvement yeah. and growth on the spiritual level, the body, the physical body's like, wait, I got to catch up. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, I found it to be very, um, supportive. And I know a lot of us are going through different, even, um, changes with our, our, our DNA and all kinds of stuff too. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so health and then, um, money, I don't think I mentioned. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so it's really just about, um, this conscious creation piece. And, and again, it all comes down to like that heart and soul alignment, like what, like the things that you deeply desire, it's like, those aren't there by chance. And then we'll be removing the resistance and, and doing um, some work, um, some energy work on that level to remove the resistance so you can take inspired action. Because there's obviously, a, we, we know there's an inspired action piece. We, we, have to, we have to, you know, have that balance of the yeah. cultivation and the healing and then the action taking. And so it's going to be 
a combination of all those things because it's like, who doesn't want all four of those things? So, um, yeah, so that, beautiful. Be, yeah. I, I love your formula. It's like, it's so we're, we're so aligned. So it's so good to me, sister. And yeah, thank you for being it. here and love it. yeah, to be continued. Thank you so much for having me and thank you everyone for listening to us chat and hope you got some nuggets of wisdom and yeah. No doubt. Yes. Yeah. Love the listeners. All right. So much love, everyone. There is a call inside of women to be in community again. You have been doing so much personal healing work, so much introspection out there on your own, and now you're ready to step into space with others. I feel it too. If you want sacred space, that welcomes modern women as they are, that integrates masculine energy with the feminine energy. In other words, it's not just a goddess feminine circle. It's a circle of women coming back into union and unity. Then the sacred remembering membership is for you. Think of it as a sacred feminine church meets educational library, meets instructional energetic practices, meets healing circle, It's all there and it's all in community. I have pulled together multiple groups of women in the past three years. And what I can tell you is this, there is always purpose and magic to who gathers and why we are soul family. Truly. If you're listening to this, your soul family. And so the sacred remembering membership community is the next space to step into that tribe. And you're so welcome here. The membership includes an archive of resources, channeled content, teachings, energy activations, and so much more. My three published ebooks are in this archive, the Divine Mother Architectural Series, my Healing Man and Money Trauma Teachings, and more. Also included are live calls twice a month, bonus calls, and interviews with experts. And perhaps the best part, there is a Mighty Networks community where you get to meet one another, share out what you do, ask for help, seek sister guidance, etc, etc. This is for you. I have created it for you, for us. You can join today and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next live call. You can go to sarahpoet.com, find the group and sign up and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for being here and spending your time listening to this podcast. I really appreciate that and value you in your time and your energy. And I hope that this has been worthwhile. If you'd like to pop a review, you know, it is always welcome and always cherished. If you are celebrating Thanksgiving this week, so sending so much love to you and to your family, whatever that looks like for you in all of the many ways that it does look and it doesn't always look perfect and it doesn't always feel perfect. And I know that this year there's a lot of, um, added division in the world, even between family members. So, um, sending love to all of you, whatever your circumstances. And if it is any (laughs) consolation whatsoever, we are in a changing world. And what you know in your heart, others may not know in their hearts. And so I believe you. 
others believe you and we trust your decisions and your autonomy and yeah, continue to align to the truth of who you are and to source energy and to stand in that truth. And it, (laughs) it is the path. It is the way it is the way I am living my life. You decide what to do with your life, but yeah, this little message just wanted to hop in on the end here. So if it was for you, sending love from my heart to yours. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Remember that you are not alone on the sacred path and women are rising now together. You can visit my website, sarahpoet.com for more tools and inspiration to support your sacred remembering path. Please be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I love to hear from you. Stay connected and here's to your path of sacred remembering.